With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Coming Distractions brought to you by the Nerdpocalypse Podcast. I'm your host, Jay. I'm here with Micah. Hey. All right, guys, we're back. Uh, this episode, we're going to be reviewing the first season of The Marvelous Miss Maisel, which is an Amazon original uh, television show. Um, if you aren't aware of this show, one, you should absolutely make yourself uh, aware of it. But it's it's a show about a woman in the 1950s um, named uh, Midge Maisel who, through a series of bad events, ends up uh, being a single woman – uh, with two kids and back to living with her parents um, in the 1950s Upper West Side, New York. But she's sort of bitten by the stand-up comedy bug. And so she's trying to uh, do that while navigating the 1950s and her own views of herself and sort of the women's lib movement, which is kind of budding, and also doing stand-up comedy, which is really crass and um, – even you could be arrested for saying the wrong thing or doing any what they considered lewd acts back then. Um, Micah, you turned me on to this show. So what were your thoughts on this overall? Yeah, all credit due to my uh, wife who um, has uh, just a wide range of of tastes. You never <laughs> know what's going to be good and what's going to be the mountain between us. But uh, this one is <laughs> <laughs> this one is really good. And uh, I I was apprehensive, you know, nineteen fifties one. Usually that's you know it deals with the past. No, I'm not a big uh, period guy. Yeah, when it comes no, it's to my entertainment. A, it's not really my thing. Either. But I am uh, a stand up guy. I do enjoy stand up and the uh, because I find people who are stand ups uh, incredibly interesting. Right. And this character is no different. This character is incredibly interesting. Um, this character is played by Rachel Brosnahan. Yeah. Um, and she is phenomenal in this role. Uh, I believe she's up for a few awards. Uh, it's not the show, the show or, or her specifically are nominated, I believe for two golden globes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well-deserved man. Um, the show is, is very funny. Uh, it has a message, but it doesn't beat you over the head. Yes. Uh, the performances are top notch. I absolutely love this show. I can't wait for a second season. Okay. Um, so I, I would um, I would echo your sentiments. Um, yeah, Rachel Brosnahan is excellent, right? She is – she's equal parts um, – kind of like equal parts wild child and this – 
uber reserved, rich Jewish woman of the 1950s, right? So like very pampered and that sort of thing. So like she's also incredibly naive about the world because she was married and her husband took care of everything and she has two kids, but she's, you know, she was stay at home. So she didn't, she didn't really have to do anything. Right. Um, She basically moved from living with her parents and being taken care of by her parents to moving in with her husband and being taken care of by her husband. Right. So she's kind of thrown into this world. So I thought she was really good. Um, Alex Bornstein, who plays Susie on the show, who is the woman who notices um, Midge when she gets drunk and does, she ends up getting drunk and does this comedy performance like uh, at this bar called the Gaslight Cafe, which is a real place by the way, or it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Susie notices her cause she works there. And so she's trying to coach her into being a comedian and like she ends up being her manager at one point. Um, Alex Bornstein is so damn good in this role. Yeah. She is great. She's a talent, man. She's yeah. uh she always has been. And, um, you know, she, she, most people would recognize her or at least her voice, uh, as Lois Griffin from family guy. Oh, is that right? I didn't, yeah. I didn't know she played Lois Griffin. That's funny. But, uh, she's, she's very funny in this, in this role. Um, like a, like a young Rosie O'Donnell. Um, yeah. But funnier. Yeah. But funnier. Yeah. Uh, was Rosie O'Donnell funny back in the day? Yeah. More or less, I guess. Yeah. So funnier she, Rosie she, O'Donnell. She had her time. She yeah. Time. Um, so, okay. A couple of things I liked, um, and a couple of things I thought could be worked on. I don't really think I have to, I, I can't believe I'm saying this. Um, but there aren't a lot of, there aren't a lot of roles in this show that I thought were performed like not fantastically. Like everybody is so good. Yeah. Her ex-husband, um, Joel is really good. To me, he might be the weakest character, but that's like saying, you know, what's what's the worst kind of free ice cream? You know what I mean? Like it's weakest, he's still really good. Weakest in terms of like the character is like weak willed or weakest in terms of not we, fully developed. Yeah, or, I would say weakest as far as uh, fully developed. And I and I understand it because the show is not about him. Right. So he kind of comes back and forth into the show. But when he's there, it's actually really some some pretty decent performance. I think his performances are great, but I I think the character could be fleshed out a little bit. Um, And you get a little bit more of him as the season goes on, which I thought was smartly done. I think uh, I think you get just the right amount of him. I don't need any more of that character because that character is a catalyst for our main character. That's true. That's and true. I I I need I need him to be exactly what he was in this series. Uh the reason why she goes off and and does this thing, right? Because like that's what good comedy is, right? He's right. the source of her tragedy. Yeah. And that's what good comedy is. Comedy is tragedy plus time, right? And as long as and I don't want to get too deep into it, but they have an on again, off again relationship. Right. And if they're going to be on in the relationship, he needs to be the source of tragedy for her to continue her uh, rise in stand up to a point. Like, I don't want it to get to a point where it's like, he's the only, yeah, he's the only thing right. keeping her going. Right. right. Because this is the 1950s. They got a lot to mine from. 
Yeah, because it's like <laughs> 1955. Like they got they got plenty to do. Um, but the things I liked about the show, there are many things. One, the comedy is actually really funny. Yo, I was bursting out loud laughing at yeah. this show, man. It, this, it is written good. incredibly well. It really is. There's a co- there were a couple times my wife and I were sitting there watching it. There were literally a couple of times where I just I I like paused. I was like, that is some damn good writing. Like just like pulling moments that you know from a previous episode or earlier in the episode and tying it to something else mm-hmm. and and doing doing this really good interaction. I thought it was just wonderfully done. Um the comedy is actually really great. There is um, there's a guy who plays Lenny Bruce in the show. He does such a good impression of Lenny Bruce. It's crazy. Um, it, it's really excellent. Um, the interaction between uh, Midge and her parents uh, are some of my favorite moments. Um, Look, I am a sucker for uh, good old-fashioned wordy Jewish humor. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, <laughs> like, I just, I just if I like you don't it, know, man. if you don't know, we do a Seinfeld podcast. <laughs> and Tony Shalhoub plays her father. Tony Shalhoub might be one of the most underrated comedic actors. Yeah, like man. he really He's might really be good at it. Like every scene, as much as I liked um, Rachel um, uh, Brosnahan in every scene she's in, anytime she interacted with Tony Shalhoub, he stole those scenes. Yeah, every time. Because, like, he's he's weirdly understated in, like, the sort of messaging that they do in the show. But the comedic parts are just, like, just right on point. They, you cannot miss them. But they are – they're great. And the mom, um, played by uh, Maren uh, Hinkle, is also really good. And she's she's as straight-laced and, like, hard-lined as Tony Shalhoub is. But she's not she's not a comedic element. Right. Uh, but Shalhoub definitely is. He's almost like kind of a – I wouldn't say wacky because that—that's a little, it's a little too far. But he's in this comedy. He's the comic relief of yes. that family. Yeah. But he's not played like a typical comic relief type sidekick or whatever. You know right. What I mean? it, and, and so that—that that sort of brings me to what I think is the the crux of the show. What makes the show really good, right? Which is like the comedy and everything. That's really good. The whole idea of 1950s stand up is really interesting and funny. Um, and you know. That sort of gives the the outer crust of what that show is. But the real heart of that show is women dealing with shit in the 1950s and trying to progress. Yeah. And they've somehow been able to meld those two ideas together without, like you said, beating you over the head, mm-hmm. but also making some pretty profound moments. Like mm-hmm. Tony Shalhoub's character, while he is a dad of the 1950s, he has a weird progressive he is incredibly streak. Incredibly progressive. Yeah, he has some real because he <laughs> like like most people, even even in those times, it's like and this is probably true for I, I would I bet it was probably true for more guys than we probably give credit. It's like if you have a if you have a daughter, you don't want somebody to take advantage of your daughter. You want your daughter to be as tough and as smart as a guy. Right. In that world. Now, is his view incredibly, you know, um, you know, misogynistic as a generality. Yeah. Because he doesn't see women as being on the same level. But when it comes to his daughter, he's like, nah, fuck that. You do what you want to do. And right. I, and I like that about his character because yeah. he's as progressive as men were in the 1950s. They, they do a good job with that. Yeah. They, they do it. Like you said, they do a very, very good job of disguising this women empowerment show 
as blue collar stand up. Yeah. And there's a lot, there's a lot there, man. Like, yeah, man. if you, you know, I, I think women, uh, most importantly should see the show just because of, of those issues. Like they're not that hidden where you're just like, Oh, are they right. ever going to get to it? Like, no, it's, it's not like that. I don't want it to sound like that, but they do a good job of just sort of weaving this idea of like, here's a funny thing. Here is a serious thing that happens. Here's a funny thing, you know, and they, they weave it and they even have the male, you know, the male characters are like, you know, why would you, why would you want to do this? And, you know, that's crazy. And then, you know, then you kind of pull it back where they handle it comedically. Like one of the best parts, and I won't spoil it for you, but I think it's the very last episode where she's doing a standup and a guy in the crowd heckles her and was like, you know, basically like, bitches ain't funny or something kind of shit like that and her response is awesome and it is like this great one is a great comedic comeback but it's like i'm not gonna take that i'm a woman in the 1950s but i'm still not gonna take your bullshit which i thought was really like there's a lot of those kind of moments and they're really profound like her father like we said is weirdly very progressive lenny bruce is very progressive in that time right um you've got you've got a couple of characters and like Susie. um played by Alex Bornstein is very progressive. Like you sort of kind of get the thought that maybe she's a lesbian, but you don't, that's never really confirmed. Right. Um, they also push back on other women in the 1950s who have these ideals. Um, I can't remember the woman's name. Uh, she's the, like the principal or whatever from Glee. The really tall Jane Lynch. Yeah. Jane Lynch. Jane Lynch plays like a very famous comedian in that time. And the reveal about her is, <laughs> is tremendous, but they even push back on that, like push back on women who fell in line, right? And also they go, look, even our main character falls in line with some of these things and this isn't right and we have to figure out how to maneuver that. So yeah. look, man, The Marvelous Miss Maisel, I'm glad you told me about it. It, it is a fantastic show. It's yeah. probably one of my favorite shows of 2017, Yeah, easily. Yeah. So it did get a two season pickup order from Amazon. So we at least have one more season to look forward to. But I have to imagine after uh, this likely winning one or two Golden Globes, it's going to it's going to get picked up for further seasons. And I'd love to see more of it. So check it out. The Marvelous Miss Maisel is streaming uh, exclusively on Amazon. All right, guys. Uh, Also, make sure you go to. The nerdpocalypse.com. That way you can sign up for our. Our other podcast, you can go to comingdistractionspod.com, sign up um, and subscribe to this as a podcast, or you can watch the videos of this on uh, youtube.com slash the nerdpocalypse. And also um, for the for the podcast for Coming Distractions, if you're on iTunes, leave us a five-star review. We'd really appreciate it. It helps out the show. So uh, share out these episodes and uh, go check out The Marvelous Miss Maisel, and we'll see you guys next time. See you. Bye.